Welcome to the Fed Heads, a weekly podcast from Grant Thornton Public Sector. Join the Fed Heads, Robert Shea and Francis Rose, each week to talk about the arcana of government management and the people who are working hard every day to improve it. Welcome to another episode of Fed Heads. I'm Francis Rose. And I'm Robert Shea. And here we are again at the Association for Federal Enterprise Risk Management Conference at the Reagan Building, downtown D.C. They keep letting us out. I know. I think they may cut us off soon, so let's get this done. All right, we'll get right to the point. Uh, Josh Vogel is Director of Strategy and Performance, General Services Administration. Curtis McNeil's the Risk Management Officer, the Architect of the Capitol. Gentlemen, welcome. It's great to have both of you here. Curtis, what's your big takeaway so far from the sessions that you've been at, from the conversations that are happening in the hallway? What's kind of the buzz that's come out of this? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. So Josh and I were actually the co-chairs for the breakout session, so we actually had a lot of input into the conference and you know what, what sessions we, uh, we had this week. So uh, for me, I think it's kind of two major takeaways. So ERM, data, and technology, it's kind of one stream. Just folks are trying to figure out, you know, how do you leverage that capability to, to better support your ERM programs, right? You know, how do you demonstrate, you know, tangible value within your organizations being able to leverage uh, data analytics and technology? So that's kind of work, one work stream that I've seen. The second I would say would be OIG coordination, right? You know, there's been a lot of buzz around that. Like, what, you know, what does that communication and coordination potentially look like between uh, management and the OIG? You know, how, how do they take the information, um, how does OIG take that information to inform their audit plans? How do they audit the ERM program? You know, just a lot of dialogue around that. So I think it's been some, some good sessions and conversations around that this week. As you've been, as you work towards setting up the breakout sessions, Josh, what were the input, uh, inputs that you got from your members that gave you cues as to what they wanted to learn about when they got here? So I would say that there's actually like three lenses that we were looking at. We were looking for opportunities to motivate and show the maturation of enterprise risk. So for that, it's how do we keep this from being a paper uh, exercise? How do we keep this from being compliance and really focus on value and driving opportunity? We also were looking for opportunities to integrate into existing functions. There's a limited number of resources, and when you have opportunities to uh, dig into things that, the, that organizations are already able to do and help to make them better, you've got a better chance of being successful. And I also think that there's just, people want to see innovative stuff. So we had DOD wargaming and how that can affect enterprise risk management. So it's really trying to find the novel approaches and interesting tools that people could share that's set, helping to benchmark and set us up as a community for the next year and the years to come. So the organizations you both work in are, uh, have responsibility for some of the nation's most important infrastructure, the United States Capitol, with you the infrastructure of the federal government, but also its information technology, its fleet. How do you see that ERM program distinct from others, and what are you going to bring back from the conference to apply back at the office? So I would say that for me, it's really about, you know, when I talk to my CFO, what we really are trying to do is we're trying to add value and we're trying to uh, drive opportunity. So trying to take a risk and turn it on its head. So it's not a negative thing, but it's something that we're transparently talking about because really good enterprise risk management allows you to set boundaries for one, from one side to one side and it, allows, it empowers managers to actually seek uh, broad change management within their organization and then across government. So, so for me, it's really about um, the conversation itself, right? We spend a lot of time, especially with our executive leadership team, 
having conversations around risk. So I think that's really, you know, that gets the ball started. As long as we feel comfortable having conversations around, you know, the risk and the decision that we're making um, to, to either manage that risk to an acceptable level or accept that risk as an agency, I think it's really fruitful. So um, one of the things I really took away from this conference was the ability and the art of storytelling. And because and, a lot of what we do is just trying to merge those connective tissues, right? So ERM is about connecting the dots. So if we can effectively tell compelling stories that clearly articulate, you know, what it is we want to accomplish from a goals and objective standpoint, how to maintain and generate that value so we can achieve the expected outcomes as an agency, is something I'll continue to drive home within my agency. What's your sense of how the evolution of ERM has taken place across government? I know every agency is different. Everybody is at different points in the evolution. But what's your sense broadly, I'll start with you, Curtis, of where that, what that looks like now? Yeah, I think, I think it's really a sense of, you know, it's not the flavor of the month yeah. anymore, right? I think, it's, I think it's here to stay. You can, you can demonstrate tangible value. And the people, now that people understand that, you're trying to figure out ways to maximize that value. So the fact that, you know, it's here now, people are using it, people are seeing tangible benefits from that. How, how do we maximize that? Like I said before, how do we make sure that, you know, the goals and objectives that we set out within our respective agencies, how are we achieving that? You know, what are the obstacles in our way in order for, that we need to make sure we're managing to achieve those, or what's some opportunity risks we're willing to take to ensure that we're, we're meeting those goals and objectives as an agency. And I think that's the two-part conversation that we have. So I think the evolution is, you know, more education around what ERM is, mm -hmm. um, how you can leverage it to support decision-making throughout your agency, uh, I think are two really critical key factors. Josh, is that your sense too, that we're beyond the explanation stage and maybe even beyond the compliance stage where agencies are doing it because they have to, they understand the value now and want to do it because they want to realize the benefits? Exactly, and it's trying to bridge the gap uh, and break down silos. And because, you're, because organizations are finding um, quick wins and finding um, broad ways for, for people to partner together, uh, it really does help to more effectively um, drive conversations, especially if, you, if there are limited resources and you know, large uh, change going on. I think this gets at the um, risk-aware culture. Yes. Been talking about it. Yep. Do you have a real-life example that demonstrates the impact of your program? Have you uh, identified um, a, a risk that's been mitigated as a result of your program? Yeah, I was using the example, so um, I won't go into the specifics, but as it relates to the partial government shutdown, we had to, to, to demonstrate um, our risk management philosophy during that process. And it was a really cool aha moment for our, our senior leaders in that, in that moment because we were able to identify a potential risk. Um, there was apprehension about which way we should go regarding that. So we did a risk assessment. You know, we brought in subject matter experts. We leveraged data where it was available. And then we, you know, the ERM team presented options to senior leadership as to the direction we should go with the particular issue. And, and based on that analysis, the, the, the agency decided to go in that direction of our top recommendation. So it was a really good exercise for a real life example that had a tremendous impact in our agency because the risk was directly related to our mission, what we do, our core business, right? So when you think about you know, impacting your core business and having to make quick and swift decisions, you want to feel comfortable about the decisions you're making. So being able to use that, that ERM methodology, which is a defined, repeatable process to make sure you're, you're making informed decisions was critical. So I think that was an aha moment in my agency where we can demonstrate our value um, you know, to the agency overall. Yeah. Yeah.
so I, from my perspective, I came into the organization uh, roughly a year ago, and we had been pushing a very bottom-up process. And uh, so bottom-up has a lot of value, but we were looking to do a top-down, uh, just a, get a sense of what our uh, environment looks like and where people actually perceive risk, because it's hard to manage it if you're only getting a bottom-up approach. So we actually benchmarked private and public sector best practices on risk categories, and then did a series of surveys with senior executives and then with leadership, uh, GS15 leaders, to help, to help to identify and prioritize the risks. And now we're using that information as a baseline data set to assess if our mitigation options against those risk categories are effective over the next year. Time's starting to run out, but uh, I'm curious what you're doing. Normally, I would say to institutionalize this process, it sounds like you both are very confident that if you move on, if you move on, Curtis, that your organizations will continue this because they see the value of it, not because they have to. So I guess what's the next step or what's the momentum that you hope to continue or whatever in your organizations to continue to grow the effectiveness and value that you're seeing out of ERM? Josh? So I think that for me, uh, as a director of strategy and performance, I have to uh, defined, um, to define work streams that people generally understand and we have re requirements and reporting. So I think being able to blend that into how we're currently doing our operations and using that to inform our resource allocation process as well as use that to uh, guide us as we develop our next strategic plan, I, I see this as something that will continue uh, to drive our strategic goals and objectives. Um, so for us, I think I would say we're probably still in the, the infancy stages, you know, to, in the maturation area, even though I think we've made a ton of progress in a relatively short period of time. I think for me, it's really about, you know, we've really been top heavy focusing on um, the senior leaders in the organization, making sure that they understand, you know, what it is we're doing, you know, why we're doing it. And now it, the, the key is driving that down throughout the rest of the organization to, to Robert's point of creating that risk aware culture throughout the organization. So it's ingrained in the day to day activities that we do and people understand how they can, how their activities connect to the mission, the vision, goals and objectives of the agency and the part that they play and the risk associated with that uh, in that entire process. So I think, you know, we're moving in the right direction. Uh, it's, it's, been, it's been a great ride so far and we look forward to continue to push the community in that direction. These are both great examples of a mature and maturing enterprise risk management regimes in two different but similar organizations. It's, uh, it's been a great uh, journey you've taken us through. Thanks for having us. Thanks for listening to The Fed Heads, brought to you by Grant Thornton Public Sector. All of the resources talked about during the episode are available in the episode description. We'd love to hear from you. Connect with us on Twitter at GT Public Sector to join the conversation. And don't forget to leave us a comment or review on iTunes or the Google Play Store.